I just talked to him and said, you want to become a unicorn in the future or do everything but uh, so limited in Taiwan? I believe that if they keep working on the e-commerce media and every sector, they still can grow. But the uh, potential will be limited because they just build a common use product, but not specific for a certain area. That's how we help Ghost Guy to really find focus during our Taiwan program. This is Startup Island Taiwan, the channel all about cutting-edge technology, influential global tech players, and Taiwan. Hello and welcome back to Startup Island Taiwan, the podcast all about the latest news and trend involving startup and other innovation enterprise in Taiwan. I'm your host, Yuli. Today, we are having two guests here. First, we would like to welcome Shang. Shang actually is my old friend and we know each other more than 10 years. He is actively building Taiwan's startup ecosystem, was working in Yiding Venture Capital, which is one of the biggest venture capital in Taiwan. And he was joining Taiwanese as well, which is a Kosei Sovereign Fund of Taiwan, focused on early stage investments. And he was joining several startups as well. For now, he's the principal of 500 Global Taiwan. And based on his hard working, he already invests 30 plus startups. And one of the portfolio companies already access as the biggest MMA cases in Taiwan software industry. Please say hi to everyone, Sean. Hello, everyone. Glad to join the podcast today. The other guest is Fash. Fash is the co-founder and CEO of GoSky AI. GoSky AI is a no-code mini-app platform for business to deeply connect with their customer on messaging apps. They start from 2018 and they get amazing growth. Their AR is around five times in two years. Besides Taiwan, they already get a lot of clients in the States, including several basketball team leagues. Please say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Fash from GoSky. So first question is for Fash. Could you please introduce more about your company and your business? Yeah, to introduce what our company is doing. In other words, what problem is our startup actually trying to solve? So uh, the discussion of customer data platform is sure to be a hot topic in the future digital transformation business. This is because Google plans to completely ban the third-party cookie in the second half of 2024. And Apple has also stopped sharing data for privacy reasons. When these two giant lock user behavior data with their own platform and no longer share it with advertisers, it becomes critical for business to manage their own customer data and collect firsthand data. So imagine the scenario when cookie are banded. It's like a switch suddenly turned off and the same digital marketing budget produce poor results. In this situation, advertisers who use the old trick uh, and do not have first-hand customer data will find their cost of acquiring customers suddenly increase and business become very difficult. But most businesses are not unwilling to collect first-hand customer data. But these data are scattered across like official websites, Facebook, Instagram, even the store POS systems make it difficult to manage. That is why CDP, like customer data platform system, have rapidly emerged in recent years in software industry and it's a 180 billion market. But how to get data is the most important question. So customer often have low frequency of engage with companies' website, apps, and store POS system. 
with a few interaction and visit in a year, especially for a standalone app when it's the last time you downloading the brand standalone app. So as a result, we are thinking about why not directly collect data from where people already spend more than three hours a day. So GoSky will provide a fast local way for business like a Mercedes-Benz, Pizza Hut to build a application, no download app, and we have the CRM marketing automation tool to help them to grow the revenue. And in 30 minutes, they can launch the application without coding on any instant message and social media platform. And for the fans, they don't need to download another app. So yeah, we try to help the business to face this kind of digital transformation trend and help them to grow business and become substantial. Cool. But how did you start this? Actually, I don't know what I'm doing at the first place. <laughs> like a lot of angel investors want to invest me at the first place, but I say no, not because I don't need money, uh, just because I think I didn't figure out what problem I'm solving and is it a big enough problem. So yeah, at the first, uh, I just helped like a noodle stand in my hometown. So you act, you're acting as like marketing advisor, consulting? Yeah. Okay. It's like an agency to help people. Like their problem is uh, they have a lot of customers will go to their restaurant at the evening, but not much in the noon. So they have facing this kind of issue and we just help them to analyze the market, the audience, and then help them to do the digital ads to acquire user. But we found out we can solve the problem to acquire new user, but there's no efficient way or affordable way for a noodle stand to do a CRM of their existing customer to call them back and show, oh, this is our new menu of next season. So for us, we come up a little idea, but at first place, we just using the workshop to give them this kind of idea, how we build product, how do we acquire user, how do we do the retention. But even they understand the knowledge, it's so hard to let the owner to deploy those knowledge to their daily operations. So we start to think maybe we can build a software product. Why software? Because we spend a lot of time to do the workshop, it's so tired. <laughs> uh, so we want to solve this problem with a scalable way. So we think uh, the software product is more makes sense to solve this problem. Wow, it's amazing. So you're really digging deeply from your client and go back to think about, like, first of all, you provide a service as a marketing advisor or agency, and then you find a question, find a problem from your client, and then try to developing that as a product. Is that right? Uh, yes, but at that time, the concept of the product is still not very clearly. So like the first two years, we work with a lot of different kind of industry like e-commerce, retail, uh, real estate, automobile, and also FMB. So yeah, it's so different and we just want to find a big enough problem. So can you introduce more about your product, how it was, how you help your clients to grow? Okay. Uh, so it's like we get the concept from WeChat mini app. We know like Zara or Uniqlo, when they go to China, they didn't launch their standalone app. Uh, they launched the mini app. Why? Why are they doing this? And we found that, okay, first, the user already on WeChat, like the user already on Instagram and Facebook. So it's really easy to acquire new customers from that for those noodles then. So we think, okay, that's how to help them to acquire new user. 
And the second is how to retain those users. So first,、uh, how to activate them、uh, within before is email marketing, but right now it's more on instant message platform. So、uh, the open rate is higher, like eight times than email. So we collect from those social media platform for new user, but we can activate through、uh, instant message platform to send message. So at first place, we build this kind of send message features. After that,、uh, we found if you just send message, it just activation is not retention. So we found. The key for retention is like levels,、mm. uh, like loyalty program,、yeah. or、uh, reward points. This kind of feature. So we start to add in this kind of feature. But the most interesting thing is we found out most of the reward system is like when you go to the store buy something and you get the reward. But within this is low frequency behavior. So what is more easy way to do the retention and increase the loyalty? And then we have this cool feature is when you comments on their Instagram story or watch their videos on social media platform, you also get the reward points. So it's easier to make the customer closer to the brand daily. Can you give our target audience an idea like what kind of brand or what kind of customer now you have? Maybe some famous client so they can get idea. Yeah,、mm, basketball team. For example, before the game started, you will get a message of who is the starting five, or they compare with which team, so you get information, and it helps the basketball team or league to get more traffic. They can buy a ticket through the message, or they can watch the live game. On YouTube, so they help them to keep a lot of traffic at the first place. And the second thing is in the game, you can engage like guess which player will get most the scores or rebounds. Yeah, let's say a lot of different kind of campaign. You can engage instantly on your messenger or WhatsApp. And then after the games, they will <laughs> send you the highlights videos based on your user behavior. Like everyone probably like different players, so、yeah. they send you the, the highlight of the player who. You like, but every activity is happening on like Messenger or like the WhatsApp、yes. or like Instagram.、That's、you、cool. don't need to download another app. Just on this kind of instant message platform that you often use. Again, we can understand, but the restaurant or the、um, car company you mentioned before. Uh, it's different, but the the main concept is almost the same for Pizza Hut. How they let user know their new product. Like they have some really crazy idea, different kind of favors,、uh, pizza they want to launch. So most of people get a message on social media. So if you comments, oh, this is like crazy favor of pizza, but I would like to try and add two of my friend. Okay, do we want to try in this weekend? Okay, just want to FYI the people who doesn't live in Taipei or Taiwan. A、uh, pizza hut in Taiwan, they are crazy. <laughs> they always launch like crazy favor. Put the impossible ingredient into the pizza. For example, like a pig blood, which which kind of scary for someone. So, but this is one way they promote their brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,、uh, when you engage, they they use our product to collect those、uh, users' data, so they know who are really interested in this kind of、uh, new product, and then they will send message like coupons, and you get a coupon on Messenger, and then you can use it on the storefront, and they will calculate all the datas and. Try to make more accurate a recommendation for their customers. So basically, it's the same concept with the sports team. Like engage with the brands, and they know you more, and then they can do a more accurate、um, marketing to 
like these kind of martech products. Cool. So I know lots of the company or stop in no matter Bay Area or East Coast, they are all martech company. So when I met them, they always want to go to different country to develop their business. Fresh, I just have a quick question. So what's the main difference、uh, between Asia and the state for、um, martech company? Okay, so、uh, from the market perspective, I think the adoption rate is really different. Like the Martech adoption is higher in the United States compared with、uh, Asia, so it is likely due to the fact that the United States is the home of the world's leading tech company and has more mature digital marketing ecosystem. In Asia, there are still many companies that are just starting to adopt Martech, so the market is less developed in some area. But you can see it's an opportunity. Another difference is from Martech tool perspective, we see, for example, social marketing tool tend to be more widely used in Asia. While email marketing tool is more popular in United States, but now is shifting after COVID. So it's a chance for Goska. And from another perspective, like data privacy regulation, there are not many specific data privacy law in Asia, but like in United States, there are CCPA, California Customer Private Act,、mm-hmm. and also GDPR from yeah. Europe. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite different、uh, environment for a multi company. So、uh, I would like to ask the other guest, Sean from Five Hundred. So Sean, how did you meet Fash in the very beginning? GoSky is actually one of our Taiwan accelerator program in 2021. So I met Fash when we do the interview. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, GoSky just applied our Taiwan program in 2021, and during the program, all the common stuff like、uh, courses, how to mentor, the strategy, and the product market fit, all the stuff. Fash really get involved in our program and eager to become better. So I really like the performance during the program, and after the program, our investment team actually realized that、uh, GoSky have much bigger potential compared to the status they were at the time. I remember it's just I visited GoSky's office one day after the program. I just、uh, reviewed the customer profile with Fash, and Fash said, "Oh, we have a customer from e-commerce,、uh, media, a car dealer, boba shop, and some potential customer from sporting." So I feel、uh, he's not really focused on a certain area. So I just keep asking him that、uh, what is the sector growth fast compared to other, and he said boba shop and sports. I remember, so I just tell him that、uh, yes, because you integrate like an online and offline scenario all together, and that become a unique solution. Because in e-commerce and media, there is some other very similar solution out there, right? So there's nothing special for you, but you just spend time to integrate the boba shop post and to collect the points for them. Use your media app in Messenger, so. You are very unique, and that's why you can grow so fast in that sector. So after that meeting, Fash realized that、uh, he should be more focused on what is doing really good, which is like more like integrate online offline activities. But how how did you persuade? I mean, most of entrepreneurs they are very how do I say very different perspective to see the market. So most of the time, when I met the entrepreneur, it's very difficult to persuade. How did you persuade him to focus on certain area? 
Yeah, I think Fetch is more open-minded, and uh, he actually aimed higher, not only limited to the Taiwan market. We actually discussed many times during the programs and after the programs. And at the time, he also had some business from advertisement business, and he probably the biggest revenue come from advertisement. So they just started the product at the time. So the AR just couple hundred K, I think. So I just talked to him and said, you want to become a unicorn in the future or do everything but uh, so limited in Taiwan? I believe that if they keep working on the e-commerce media and every sector, they still can grow. But the uh, potential will be limited because they just build a common use product, but not specific for a certain area. That's how we help Ghost Guy to really find focus during our Taiwan Accelerator program in 2021. And after that, we see some traction from Ghost Guy, so we made a decision to do the investment. So uh, in the program, we hear the words every day. It's called ICP, Ideal Customer Profile. But before 500, they have the program in Taiwan. Most of the like, startup founders in Taiwan didn't know what is ICP. And during the program, we realized the magic to create a, a unicorn is you have to really focus on uh, one ideal customer profile at the first place. And so founders have dreams, dream really big. We always think about the angle, like every industry using our software product and then solving the same problem. But we don't know the step to make the vision come true. So I think the most important thing is, oh, it's not uh, you provide uh, your value in all of the industry at the same time. The most successful way is focus on one ICP. And then if you have penetrate all the market and then you have the resource to go to another industry, buy your own product or do the MMA. So we don't have that kind of uh, knowledge before the program. Yeah, I think everybody wants a universal solutions, but, mm, yeah. but it's really difficult for a startup to do everything, right? Amazon only sells books at first, and later on they expand to other e-commerce area and even the AWS, but the time schedule difference, right? So, Sean, you mentioned about you going to invest, and then? So our program is a San Francisco three-month program, and uh, in the end, there's a demo day. And after the demo day, we have an after party, and in fact, she was there because we bring all the investors in the event. So Fash was able to meet so many investors or founders from other countries. So after that, Fash really want to land in in US market. I don't think he had a last thought before our program, but during the program, because he learned more about the US market, he feel the huge potential there. So we actually helped them how to land the US market. So after the program, he started to looking for a potential customer and try to explore the market opportunities. So within like two months, he acquired 10 customers. Wow, only two months. And from nothing. Okay, <laughs> so from zero. Yeah, so I think we provide environments and ecosystems and Fash was able to really get the good connection there. But it's also because of Fash personality, I think, because in the demo day, we have a online system stunks and the ghost guy actually get the most interest investment compared to all others portfolio. Wow. Yeah, I think oh, it's 60 million at that day. Wow. Yeah. So what did you feel? I mean, did you learn from that program? Uh, For me, is like 500 program is they create a really efficiency way. I mean, the environment, you can uh, have a really efficiency way to 
meet the right investor clients or founders from the exact industry. So for me, it's like I can have a shortcut to have a better understanding of the environment, like how the market is, what the problem they are facing, this kind of stuff, and also the startup. So uh, like other Martech startup founders, what problem are they solving? Why? Why they choose this kind of problem, for example? And uh, another thing from my personality is you just need to give me the environment and I will iterate from every conversation. Like when we go to a ramen place in San Francisco, I just talk to the owners and asking why they use QR code order and what problem you still think they have something to improve at the product. Even on the street, I met the <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg and I just walked to him and asked him what is his thought about the messenger product in the United States. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention is that uh, most of the founders in Taiwan always think the U.S. market is really difficult to penetrate, like a higher cost and very competitive. But I think the other way, for example, the Fash, after finish the U.S. program, he just spent like a couple months in the States. And in the end, he actually acquired 10 customers. So I think Taiwan founders just need to uh, be open-minded and trying to explore the market opportunity. So Fash, go back to you. Um. If you have a chance, try to give more founders, especially in the MarTech company field, what's the main topic for the MarTech company if they want to do the cross-border business? For me, it's like, I think the most important is localization. Uh, but luckily, the product we build in Asia is on Messenger, WhatsApp, Instagram. So the user behavior is really similar in the U.S. because it's U.S. product, right? But we have the solution for online, offline. The user behavior in offline is totally different. So we do the research on it many times. And we found that like in Asia, if you want to join the brand's membership or loyalty program, you just say your phone number to the staff and they will help you to create a loyalty account. And every time you go to the convenience store or, or the brand, you just say your phone number again. But in US, it's really different. It's self-serve behavior is more common. Like when you go to a restaurant, you can order the meals through the pad. And after that, you can choose the tips by yourself. Uh, they have three or four options. You can choose the tips. And after that, if the store have loyalty program, they will ask you to enter the phone number on the pad. And then they will send SMS to your phone. And that's the main entrance to join a loyalty program. So when you consider to go to U.S. market, you have to change your product more localized for the U.S. behavior. Like GoSky, we change our product entry, become a link, put the link to SMS system that can help the brand use our product and they can acquire a user more frictionless. Um, so our last question for Sean. As an important player of Silicon Valley and Taiwan Stop ecosystem, do you have any suggestion for the team from Silicon Valley wanting to come to Asia markets? Yeah, few things to consider before those startups to come to uh, Asia. First thing is uh, the cost structure is really different, right? So the pricing uh, in the U.S. might be a little bit higher in some Asia country. Maybe it's not uh, for Japan, but uh, for most of the uh, Asia country, it might be too high. So that's the first thing you have to do the adjustment. 
And second thing is, uh, Asia is actually not a country, right? So many different、uh, country with different language and with a、uh, different culture. So the U.S. company, you really have to make a plan, the priority for which countries. For example, for Japan, if you want to do the business in Japan, first thing probably you have to set up a company there. And hire a local GM and start building the relationship with a local distributor, something like that. And in Southeast Asia, they might have many, many like local players with a very low price. So you have to face the price competitive. Yeah, yeah, very competitive in pricing, and they don't want to pay the sasuo, right?、Yeah. Most not, of them not get use of that. Then, but the, different behavior. And but after they make money, they might willing to do the、uh, revenue sharing. So many different cultural things out there. I think have to make a plan. Don't see Asia as one country to expand the business. So we are coming up to the end of time here on the podcast. Thank you for joining the chat today. We'll see you in two weeks on Startup Island Taiwan. Bye.